Are ghosts real? Are spirits real? The only way we can find the unfettered truth is to die. The question remains, can we still communicate with the living once we perish? For centuries, human beings have conjured the dead, or have they? Atheists and science say no. Religious and the spiritual say yes. Will we ever know? Can we ever prove it? Daniel Jackson, our guest tonight, and the author of The New Beginning, My Awakening as a Spirit Medium, is our guest today. His goal is to help people find a better version of themselves, and we will discover how does he do this? How does he talk to archangels and the dead? How does one become a medium? So Daniel, thank you for being on the program today. I really, really do appreciate it. And I'm very curious as to if you could explain just a little bit about about what you do. Sure. Well, I can tell you one thing we don't have to do is like you were saying in the very beginning, conjuring spirit. You don't have to conjure anything that's already here. Huh. Because because when you wake up in the morning and you daily you do your daily routine, you shit, shower, and shave, and then you go to work and do your job, and maybe you don't do your job because you're a lazy piece of crap, and then you come home and you eat dinner and watch TV with your wife, and then you go to sleep at night and you wake up and do it all over again, spirits around you 24-7. They're not always paying attention to what we do because a lot of times, because you know, the, the main reason for that is they don't really care what we do because you know why? because they don't have to do it anymore. They live an uninterrupted life. So sometimes they pay attention to what we do, but they know what we do is pretty much trivial because they don't have money where they are. Why? Because they don't need it. Do you know who else doesn't need it? Us. We just think it's important because the people who want to tell us how to live our lives the way they want us to live it and give them 10% told <laughs> us that it's important. How did, we, how did they know about 10% back then? Because the people who wrote those books and who wrote all those laws and all that stuff were kings and queens. That's how the people were in control. Okay. We just relinquished the power over them a long time ago. We so, need to learn to take it back. So I'm I'm a, a conservative <clears throat> Lutheran. Um, when, and, you know, the old joke is, what do you get when you get four, four Lutherans together, right? What do you get? A fifth. You get a fifth. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're a little bit different. We're not like Catholics, you know. We're not like Baptists for sure. I have um, a Catholic joke for you. Uh-oh. There we go. Catholic How do you joke. get a nun pregnant? Okay. Okay. You dress her up like an altar boy. Oh. oh. <laughs> so that's, I got a question. I got a question. Okay. You say that the sp- you spirits are around us all the time. Well, yeah. who hangs out? Who's the spirits that hangs out with you? Is it family? Is it just some random person, some random soul in your house? Who hangs out with you? Sometimes, yes, sometimes your family, but uh, uh, what people don't realize is when you pass away, there's two places to go. You either cross over into the light or you remain here. But even when you cross over into the light, when you get there, you don't just bump into two or 300 people that you met here. You know everybody because that's the original family, the soul family. You're just here to learn lessons and fulfill a purpose, but you don't remember what, what went on in heaven because you're not meant to remember that because if you did, 
you wouldn't be able to function here, living this human experience. It, but yes, yeah, everyone is. But it's not just people. It's I. I don't just see people. I see everything. I see people, dogs, cats, horses, cows, fish, other beings from other worlds. Because if you think this is the only place with beings on it, yeah, there there might be somebody you earthbound walking around with horns and a tail, but they're not torturing anybody. But they have horns and a tail because that's what they look like where they come from. So, and that you know, a lot of these things are repeated in the Old Testament too. Um, well, that book is a piece of crap. Well, well, we don't want to. We don't. You know, I I see where you're coming from. Um, but <laughs> it's a book of, of lies and deception in order to have power and control everybody. Well, because they want you to they want you to fear God, but also He's a merciful God. Well, which one? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's possible to do both. But what's an what's an archangel? An archangel is a being of a higher consciousness that no longer needs a body. That's all. They are just a higher consciousness. They they are much smarter, much more intelligent than we. They get it. They okay. understand why we're here. Well, can a human soul we become an archangel? Um. <clears throat> Oh, can it, like a regular soul just leave here and become an angel? Like everyone says that the, oh, my grandmother. Yeah, she's an angel. No, she's not. <laughs> uh, it takes a very long time for someone to become an angel. It takes a very uh, different commitment to become an angel because in heaven and as in, in, the, in the earthbound realm, I'm able to see in both places, they are still having what we would call relations with each other. I see them making out all the time. I see them going downtown all the time. It's like watching one big giant spirit orgy, but we're not invited because why? We're not, we're not spirit yet. But in order to become an angel, you have to let that go because it's all about just helping at that point. You're not occupied with anything else all other right. than that. So how, how does, so when did you first start talking to or hearing from or seeing when did this first start for you um it started when i i, I started seeing when i was three years old right. um but um my whole family saw them we lived i grew up in new jersey and in this town we lived in right next to the delaware river was a battlefield where the hessians fought so a yeah. lot of the homes in that area were also what we would call haunted. Like uh, one time my sister was getting uh, dressed uh, for school. My mom was helping her in the bathroom and there was a full length mirror on this door and they looked in the mirror. And when they did, there was another woman standing in the mirror with a, a colonial outfit on. Um, that's one a, time that's when, been said a few <clears> times. There was a, uh, there was a, uh, somebody that doesn't want to be named. I heard it on uh, the Astonishing Legends podcast and they had gone to the um, um, Queen Mary, I think it is, and that's in the, uh, uh, L.A. Harbor, I think it is. Sure. And uh, that's what happened to him. He was trying to get dressed. They they got put in a different room, a room that they don't normally rent out, but because the room that they had was way too small and they couldn't even get dressed in it, and they were going to, a, a, you know, a ball that's or something. Tight. Yeah. <laughs> And so they moved them to another one because, you know, she was a Karen. So whatever. All right. Cool. Um, now that goes. <laughs> so they, they thought it would be funny to put them in the haunted room. Yeah. Oh, yay. And the guy's getting dressed and there's somebody standing behind him. So this is not the first time I've heard uh, this type of story, uh, this type of experience. Pardon me. Um, and... Uh, it's it's interesting that it's it's re, it's something that people have seen over and over again in multiple different oh, sure. places. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, one of those times, my, my brothers and I, we were downstairs in what we called the recreational room. It was our, where we watched TV. And uh, my sister's room was upstairs on the second floor, but we were kind of like in the basement. But I guess it's three floors, but whatever. And uh, we were watching TV, and my sister's record player turned on. Now, this is back in the 70s when, you know, you had to lift the yeah. record up, and you, you flip the switch, and then the record would fall down. Well, it was, uh, it, it was playing a record, but that wasn't the crazy part. The crazy part was it switched to records. So in other words, it, it put a record on, and it, after that, it, it took the record off and put another one on. Interesting. Yeah, so my, my one brother sent me and my other brother upstairs to turn it off. I mean, we jumped up those stairs as quick as we could and jumped back down. So, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> had stuff like had stuff like that go on. And then eventually uh, my mom and I and dad and my one brother moved out of that house and moved down to Delaware. Uh, and then that's when things started to change there where my parents were no longer really seeing anything. It was just me at that point. I mean, because before, when we were back in Jersey, man, we saw ashtrays and cups move and, and all kinds of stuff. But then it was just, it just, it was me. Like, like I said, I was, uh, I came home from a gig one time in the eighties playing in an eighties metal band and I laid down in bed. And when I did something laid down next to me, <clears throat> like three or four times, I could feel the bed move. I could feel it shake. And I felt the, uh, the pillow depress. And I was like, and I kept rolling over to see if anything was there, nothing. And then this happened like three, four times. And then that fifth time when I rolled over, whatever was there, picked up the blanket and brought it up to the ceiling and shook it above me. And then it dropped it on top of me. So, and then after that, for the next two years, I slept on the couch because I was shitless. Hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so you're not the only one that's had this experience. You have other family members that had. Yeah, this my other families did as well. And my sister still has a little bit of it as well. But, I mean, she's just been just one of those people who's not absolutely a positive person all the time. So mm. uh, she has not moved forward with it, and I moved forward with it. And when so you move forward, you when you accept a, who you are. Do you think it's a DNA thing? No, it has nothing to do with your DNA. It's all about your soul. It comes through with your soul. We are all born with it, but just a lot of times, not everyone is meant to keep it. As we all know, some people are meant to be teachers. Other people are just meant to be students. But what happens in this world is you come into this world in a baby body, and you're looking up at these people, and you're going, well, and they're going, I'm your mom and dad. And you're going, I don't know who the hell you are, but okay. <laughs> and then they raise you. Okay. And then what happens at that point is when they start raising you, they basically, you came into this world with all this truth and all this love, and then they throw a bucket of bleach over top of you, washing you away of all that stuff, and then they teach you all the lies and the deception in this world. Well, I, I do know that, look, if I may share with you my story, I have a, I have a story, an experience, pardon me. Um, I have an experience when I was a kid. Is, is Can I share it with you? Absolutely. All Do you right. mind if I lay down and put my head in your lap? Um, I'm, 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 Daniel, it's great and all, but I don't think we're that good of friends <laughs> that yet. great, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe in the future, not promising anything. Anyhow. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> um, so I used to think that there was something. How old were you when this happened? Uh, I was 11. Yeah, still for your part. Um, I used to think there was something following me around. And I used to think it was in my bedroom. And I was like, who told you it wasn't? Nobody. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got this thing. I don't, it can't be here. It can't be here. 
So I went and bought a fake uh, uh, 1911 uh, <laughs> 45 caliber pistol. Yeah. It was metal. It looked <clears throat> just like the one that Crockett had on Miami Vice, which was the big show at the time. Yeah. And uh, I took that dude and I had it with me in my bed. You know, if it comes around again, I'm going to get it. I didn't know this story. This is interesting. <laughs> and so one night, there it was. It's in the room. And I got the gun and I got up and I said, you better get out of here. And I went, bang, 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 bang. You know, little kid. And huh. that stopped. I never had that feeling ever again since. And I think for me, as a logical, you know, person getting older, I realized what I did is I pushed that out of my brain and overcame my fear. Absolutely. And that's what people need to do, overcome their fear. Let fear go, because just think of all the places you might have gone or people you might have met in your life without any fear in your life. But why do people, oh, well, I want to ask this guy out, but he might say no. Well, you know what? There's seven billion of us out there. You'll find another one. <laughs> That's right. There's enough people yeah. out. But yeah. they, 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 they don't go on vacations because of fear. But how did you get all that fear? You were taught that fear. Well, I was, you know, that I got over that a long time ago. <clears throat> I'm obviously a pretty much an alpha dude. Uh, I'm not afraid. Of, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm, Neither am I. I'm smarter. I'm smart enough to know that there's certain things I shouldn't do. Yeah, I'm smart <laughs> enough to know not to run out in the middle of the street when there's a lot of traffic. Don't either, pick but, a fight you know. with the with with a uh, biker uh, yeah. that's in the Hell's <clears throat> Angels because you may beat him up, but the 42 other bikers sitting outside the bar, you're not going to get all of them. Sure, sure. So you 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 figured it out, and not every, yeah. so that's the thing. Not not everybody has figured it out, but the reason they haven't figured it out is because because the the way that the the world keeps control and power over you is by keeping you confused. Well, it's interesting because I guess I'm the kind of person that no one controls me. Uh, Andrew, tell them what you. But you've decided. You were, that. you were talking to my mom about something, and she and she said. What I talked to your mom about a lot of stuff, I know, but she said that <laughs> she, she, she said like she wanted me to quit a lot of smoking. Oh or yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. And you yeah. looked at her and said it. Yeah, she keeps saying, "Are you going to try to persuade Paul to quit smoking?" And I just looked at her and said, "He's going to do what he wants." Right. What was my mother's report? She's like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> <laughs> uh, your mom's a smart lady. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I've got a question. So, do, do. when people pass on. Let's just say, yep. do they try Everybody to, does. do they try to communicate with the living or does it, or do some of them do, some of them don't, some of them don't care or, you know, do they just decide they want to hang out with you? Do they decide they want to leave? I mean, how does this work? Some spirit want to be seen. Most of them don't. I guess it makes sense. I mean, you yeah, kind of. It's just your, like anybody else. If you want to talk to people, you will. If you don't want to talk to people, you won't. So what if, if the living me. wants to talk to someone who's passed? Do you ever well, do that? They can, they can try if they want to, but just because you want to talk to them doesn't mean they want to talk to you. That makes sense. I mean, it's kind of like a two-way street for communication. So have you yeah, ever had... You're, you're, 
your mom and dad could be passed away, but if your mom and dad doesn't want to communicate with you because they want to go to heaven and live the life that they want to live uninterrupted, do you want to always feel that you have to be around here just to talk to your kids? You were my kid for 60 years and you didn't listen to me then, but now you want to listen to me because I'm on the other side? <laughs> well, that's true. Everyone's got a different family dynamic, but I was just kind of curious because you see those people that are on TV that are like holding on to something of someone that's passed away and they're able to yeah, like- how many times they have to film something to get something on TV? Yeah, probably quite a bit but you know it's just kind of like i don't believe any of the stuff that's on tv because i I make tv for a living that's what i actually do right it it takes hours and hours and hours to get you know you want a 60 minute show you want five minutes of dialogue it's going to take four hours i tell everyone it's a minimum of four hours if you want to shoot something right and when people come to me for answers they want it right then and there and i get it for them you get it for them right then and there? Yes. How do you do oh, that? I get it for them right then and there. How does that they process work? How does that work? Uh, you ask me a direct question and I get you the answer. The issue, the only problem with that is people come to me for an answer from God and I give it to them, but they don't like it. Yeah. Why? Because they don't like the truth. They want their own truth. But yeah. sorry, it's still the truth. It's like me when I was talking about that deal earlier about Woodstock 99. Oh, I was like, you were like, oh, but, 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 and I'm like, but that's the truth. Right. Yeah. yeah we were watching the truth. We were watching that. And we're like, wow, we were really a very rambunctious generation. Yeah, Woodstock 99. They, it's on Netflix. We're going to have love and love and family and happiness. And we're all going to make love in the field and be wonderful. And they invited they made Limp- bonfires and blew shit up. <laughs> <laughs> well, they invited Limp the Biscuit. Does, you know, I mean, they Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit cannot conjure peace and love no. and happiness. He's Limp Fred Biscuit. Durst? Absolutely not. It was all about yeah. let's let the world burn. Yeah. That yeah. was that was our generation. Fred Durst is about how many times you can get into the Playboy Mansion. That's what he's about. <laughs> and how much money you can make when he goes in. Yeah. Uh, yeah but that's you know, I mean you gotta have that mindset <clears throat> if you're gonna be the biggest pop star or rock star. Oh, where you is know. he now? Well, yeah, where is he now? It's, it's a good question. Right. Well, he made all his money and quit. I mean, that's what the guys in Lit did, the, the yeah. band Lit. Yeah. They made a ton of songs, all different kind of genres, and then all of a sudden they hit, they made a couple million dollars each, and they quit and said, forget it, I'm going. And one guy went on to do MTV or something like that, or E. It's like they just wanted to make money. Most their big hit, uh, My Own Worst Enemy. Or yeah, something yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, love that song. It was a good song. And yeah. they, I like that entire album. Came in through yeah. the window. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Parked my car in the yard. We man. all came in through the, well, some of us came in through the window. You're like We call that cesarean. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so, so how, but it, does it, do you, does it, it are the answers given to you, whispered to you? How do you get these uh, um, answers? I hear them in my mind. I, I hear them to the point now, whether I, that my own thoughts are no longer my own thoughts. I'm only about 15% made. The other 85% is them. So when I, when something comes in, I feel it as though it's my own thought, but it's not because I know it's not my own thought. So what, like tens of thousands of voices are coming into your head. How do you weed out who's for what conversation? Uh, Because the ones that are answering me are what we refer to as archangels. They're not men with wings. They don't have a shield and sword. They're not fighting a battle in heaven and all that stuff. That's who I, I mean, other spirit do talk to me on a frequent basis, but they talk to me about regular things. But the, the, but the, what I get these answers are, are to help people to further themselves in their lives and help them to move forward in their lives and let go of all the bullshit that's in their lives. So have you ever gotten like sinister spirits talking to you? 
Uh, yeah, they talk to me all the malevolent. time. I see them. I see them as well. And then when they come through, they actually glow red. So like malevolent, like... Uh, they're just negative energies. That's all they are. They're not demons and devils and all that stuff. The people, again, the people want to tell you how to live your life the way they want you to live. But they want you to believe in demons and devils and stuff like that. But the, but the thing about that is the spirit who are on that side, because they are pure energy, they can, if you, if they move an ashtray across the floor or, or across the table, something like that, the people who taught you to think of demons and devils, you will now think of a demon just moved that across the room. And the way that they communicate with each other is telepathy. So now they can read your mind because that's how they get you communicate with them. Because you all, we all know how to do that because we are all spirit. We all have a spirit within us now. You are a soul. You don't have a soul. But your soul, that's the way your soul is used to used to communicating but when you get something in that and it tells you demon or devil and you think about demon or devil well they can get into your mind and see that you're thinking about demon and devil they can manipulate themselves into a demon and devil and then they come through into our realm and then they scare shit out of you and what's that do that produces negative energy of which they need to feed off of to further themselves in the realm that they are in. And that's the only reason they're doing it. They're not going to make your head spin around and make you spit out pea soup and Come no one on. gets possessed. I love the yeah. pea soup though. Well, yeah, but no, <laughs> tastes great, but doesn't look so good. You know? <laughs> I mean, I come from a Jewish, a Jewish background. So we, not good for you. we are a little bit different in some of our <clears throat> beliefs. You know what you are? Okay. You're just like me. You're human. That's what you are. You're human. Yeah, we're all That's human. That's all you are. Yeah. Yeah, we're all humans. We're, the only thing is we all live on this world and no one's going anywhere anytime soon. So we better start to get along with each other before we annihilate each other. We're human. Living the, ex the human experience. It doesn't make a difference if you're black, white, yellow, red, green, purple, or anything. You're human. And we need to figure that out. And we're not. Well, I mean... That's how I've always <clears throat> lived, and we're all the same. And, and, we are and, all the same. And, and, and we all have different, different ideas. Between you and me, Paul. Uh, let me see. Look, yeah, nothing. I, I no, I've got, uh, I've got, I, I, I got a few extra fat cells than you do. Uh, so do I. I used to have a whole bunch more. <laughs> oh my gosh, like, Paul! I used to be, yeah, I, I used to be really big, Paul. I was like three hundred and fifty pounds. I had more chins than a Chinese phone book. I was huge. But, oh my uh, god! Yeah, I went to vegetarian, and then. For 25 years, I lost 150 pounds in the first year. I well, could for be you. vegetarian. There's yeah. no well, way. I, I, I stopped being a vegetarian like back in 2017 because the food is so overprocessed. So I went back. I I ate some uh, probiotics and then soup. And then two weeks later, I was at Wendy's getting a freaking Baconator. <laughs> now I'm shoving more meat into my face than an old whore, but who cares? You what? Know? But I'm enjoying it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> So if what I got a question. Go ahead. So what if I want to talk to someone who's passed? How would somebody go about doing that? Talk to them. Does what talk do you think they're what do you think they're three thousand miles up in the sky? Heaven's not three thousand miles in the sky. It's right next to us, but not everyone can see it. And the reason you can't see it is because it would be like a glass wall. And if you saw all your relatives on the other side of that glass wall, what would you be doing? You'd be banging on that wall trying to get their attention. What would you not be doing? You would not be living the life that you're supposed to be living. That's why you don't see them. Makes sense. But, but how sometimes they are here to sell. They will, they will show us signs and there will be a sign that you recognize that your mom or your dad would bring you. But you know what the problem is? 
people don't listen and they don't follow through. Again, why don't they? Because they want their own truth and not the actual truth. We can't handle the truth. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> That's right, Jack. <laughs> I couldn't help it. You set so, me up. So what, yeah, kind, well. so what kind of signs do the people that pass give to their loved ones? Maybe these people well, it just... It all depends on what you had in common with your mom and dad that you know that they could bring for you. I some know what people, it is. I know what yeah, it sometimes is. Sometimes it's a song. Sometimes you, And what happens I is know. you get a repetition of it, too. You'll get it two or three times. You might hear it. You might see it. You might see a commercial that has something to do with it or read it in a book or hear it in a song or something like that. When you get it a couple of times in a row, that's a sign. Because I know. they can manipulate that there, thing to do the it. The biggest sign. I know what it is. <clears throat> okay. Here's your sign. My socks. <laughs> What's wrong with your socks? I live by myself. I do my own laundry. I don't have <clears throat> anywhere that these socks could possibly go. It's the ghost of the microwave. Oh, the one where the sock disappears? Yeah. It's the ghost of the microwave. I keep losing socks, and I'm like, where are they going? It doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, you know they make these little clips that you can actually clip your two socks together. I, I started putting them, them in, in a, a in a garment bag when I washed them because I yeah. was like, "Where the hell are my socks going?" It's a ghost of the microwave, I tell you. But there's no. Yeah. But that's like one of the most mysterious things I have <clears> ever experienced is that. They go on the white basket. They go from the white basket to the washing machine. They go from the washing machine to the dryer. And they go from the dryer to the blue basket. And in that process, somewhere right there, it's someone a, steals my socks. It's a conspiracy. I guess mm. I need to explain to the listeners what I mean by the ghost I, of the actually, microwave. I know the sign. For, I, know, I know the reason behind that sign. Yeah. It's telling you not to be a dry cleaner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, interesting enough, that's what my grandfather went to the military. He went into the Navy to learn to be a dry cleaner. Did he? Yeah. Obviously didn't rub off on you. Well, he didn't make it out of the war, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that he's, he's at the bottom of the ocean in uh, the South Pacific, I think it is. Well, um, his body might be, but he's not. Well, yeah. 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 You know what It I'm doesn't saying. make a difference if you fall off the top yeah. of a building, get well, hit by a car, he was, get a debilitating disease, get COVID, or even suicide. No matter what, we all have something in common. No one dies too early. No one dies too soon. No one dies tragically. No one dies way too young. We all just die. My grandfather. Just everything else is a facilitation my, in order to die. My grandfather is his. Uh, 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 what's the word? Oh my gosh, I'm having problems with my words. I need to start drinking. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, my, uh, my grandfather in his corporeal form is sitting at the bottom of the ocean because he was on the USS Indianapolis when it was sunk. Oh, bummer, right? Yeah, and his all his kids, he's got my mom, my aunt, two <clears throat> aunts, and my uncle. They were just little bitty kids, so they don't even remember him. Yeah. You know he why he died? Little, little. Well, because Japanese torpedoed the ship. But I'm just yeah, saying. No. The bigger reason. Yeah. When it's your time to go, it just is. I agree with that. When it's, yeah, that's why I've always rules. I've always said that Yeah. You know, I'm I, I, I could be dead tomorrow. And you I've could. always faced that. I've always known that. I could be dead you're, tomorrow. You're, you're my age, correct, Paul? Uh I was born I'm, in seventy three. I'm, I'm 55, you know, so you, you remember back in the 80s. You remember that guy back in the 80s, the famous runner, Jim Fix? No, I don't. 
Oh, well, Jim Fix was a famous runner. He was in super health and all that stuff. He went out running for a day, had a heart attack, and died. Yeah. And then there's the right. other guy. Because you can exercise all the hell you want, but just there's the other guy who was a big bodybuilder, and he's, <clears> you know, before without testosterone. And I can't remember his name, but he was a big bodybuilder and fitness expert. And he's out running and doing his weights and whatnot. And the entire time he's doing it, he's smoking cigarettes. And he lived to be like 95. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So when it's your time, it's your time. You're going to go. And I, since right. I've always known that, one of my mantras is when people ask me, what are you going to do when you're 90, Paul? When they, you know, they're getting on to me about my weight or my diet or smoking or drinking or having a good time, enjoying my fucking self. Right. When they get on to me about that, I say, I'm, when that? I hit 90, it's going to be in the paper. It's going to be all over the internet and it's going to be a meme. They're like, what do you mean? Because I'm going to put a V8 in my hover round. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm going to go. Yeah, as I always tell everybody, there's there's two rules in this life. As long as you comprehend the rules and you follow these rules, you're going to appreciate your life and everyone else's life around you. And rule number one is people die every day. And rule number two is you can't change rule number one. When it's your time to go, it just is. I don't care what vaccine you take, you're going to die. It's not a matter of if. Yeah. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, and I see one of the <clears> things <throat> that's always kind of bothered me a little bit with some of the ways of thinking um, about this kind of stuff. And, and I, I don't mean to, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to step on you or anything like that. I'm, I'm just blunt and to the point. You're a little far away to step on me, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. but, uh, if all this is preordained, then there is no free will. There is. You can you can change your 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 path a little bit, and you can you can be on the alternative path. But there's a reason for everything. The reason is we're here to learn lessons and fulfill a purpose. But if you don't fulfill your purpose, that's why you come back again. We just come back over and over and over again because so we don't fulfill our you purpose. Be, you believe that we will be reincarnated? Well, you're only reincarnated for one reason. You're not reincarnated for punishment. You're reincarnated because you don't fulfill your purpose. But your purpose is very simple. We're here to help people just for the sake of helping, not just because you can, but because you should. But it's going to be in a physical way. Someone's going to come up to you and ask you for, you know, I'm lost. Can you help me find my way? And you can either be one of those people who doesn't give a shit about people and says, I hate people and I'm not going to do that. But guess what? You just keep coming back over and over again more than everybody else does because we all come back over and over and over again because we do fulfill our purpose throughout our lifetimes, but not enough. They want us to do it in a certain amount of time. But the reason for that is the goal is to learn so you don't have to come back again because I know a lot of people want to talk about their past life regressions and all that stuff, but I don't mess with that stuff. And the reason why I don't mess with it because if your past life was so freaking important, you would have fulfilled your purpose and you wouldn't be here now because everybody else in the world, you look around you, you see the other 7 billion in the world. They all went to heaven and had to come back just like you. That's well, how we know we're all equal. I, so if someone asked you a question, <clears throat> you are you telling me that you can find at least a very close answer to no, that. I don't find an answer. I get the answer. Ask a question. What do you want to know? Okay, I'll do it. Sure. I'll, I'll bite. I don't have a problem with that. Um, my grandmother on my mom's side was the one person who did not want to leave. So I figure <laughs> if there's anybody sticking around to talk to her family, it would be my grandmother. The other ones probably just said, you know what? I'm out. Bye. Because I know my dad's family and they're, they were like, man, I'm good. 
we're, we're fine. But my grandmother, the reason she lived to 102 is because she did not want to leave her family. She has no choice in that. I know, but her, you said that she had a choice when, if she could stick around and talk to you or go into heaven. Well, no, she is. She, yeah, well, the, the choice to go to heaven is just a choice. That's all. But you either, you either stay here as an earthbound spirit or you cross over. That's your choice. Yeah. And, and if there's anybody in my family that's going to do that, they would have been her. Just because she didn't want to leave in the first place. So, right. Um, she didn't want to leave her human life. But when where she is now, she understands what that human life was all about. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. She's not coming back either. This is, that was her last time. Okay. She was a very kind person. She lived, she's, she lived in the Dust Bowl. She, she always helped out whenever she possibly could. And I absolutely know that you're actually telling me the truth as well because I get touched on my face for yes and no answers and they're telling me yes as you're talking to me. They're touching my face. I know where, which ones are yes and no answers. Yeah. And, and her name was Virgie. And um, I just hope that she got to meet her, got to, got to go back and at least see my grandfather again. You see everybody because you know everybody because that's where you originally came from. You didn't come from here. You come from there. You just come here to learn lessons. Okay. So what about kids that are adopted? They don't really know. They don't really know who their family is, their biological family is. They don't know them here, but when you get back home, you know them there. But everyone's related. You and I are both related, Andrea, to each other because that's where we come from. You don't come from here. So what he's saying is that in the ether... In the ether, okay, okay. Everybody knows each other, and it, and, and if you go to the yeah. Christian Bible, and I know you don't necessarily like the Christian Bible, uh, it's not that I don't like it. I just know it's a, a lie. So go ahead. But in the Christian Bible and in the Torah, it says that once you die, all will be revealed. So what he's saying Absolutely. is exactly what the Bible says. So you're saying my dad that passed, he'll know who his and I've never is. read a Bible. Yes. I've never read one. Yeah, I absolutely. hope that's true, at least for him. That's what it, well, it does say. What that. was that about your dad? He was adopted as a child. He doesn't know who his real natural mother or father is. Oh, he does now. Well, yeah, he does now. Sure, he does. Yeah. He knows his one true father. You mean God? Yes. Okay. That's not his real name, but sure. Well, or Yeshua, got a or <laughs> yeah, that's not his real name because that's just the name that we give them to to be recognized by. But we can't actually pronounce their own name because their the real name is more of a sound vibrational thing. Just like all the archangels, I mean, Michael, Raphael, Uriel. That's that's not their real names. We can't pronounce their real names because we have a voice box and they are a sound vibrational being. And that's in the Bible as well. It also I says know. that in the <clears throat> Jewish, I don't know. I've never read the Bible. Jewish people typically, when we talk about God, we only have a certain term for it. In, in service sure, because a, we don't a, say his name. We're not supposed to. You can't. Right. You can't you say know. his name. But you don't that, actually but know God's name. That's if a God human even has name. Him. That's a human name. I mean, the, yeah. the, the, I mean, it's what you're saying is actually tracking. A lot of what you're saying is tracking with the with the Old Testament. Uh, is it? Yeah, it is. Don't actually. Never read it. Well, and as a bit of research, you may consider just looking at a chapter or two. No, I don't need to. If I need answers, I ask the archangels and they give it to me. What I meant That's was I that way you can see another human's aspect and just see. Yeah. Maybe it's not so bad that somebody believes in Christianity who won't talk to you about these things and learn from you. They're kind of learning the same thing from the Old Testament or uh, the, or, or or the Torah sure, or the Quran because the Quran and, and then the Quran is a culmination and a reinterpretation, in my opinion, not saying it's a fact, of the Torah. So 
it's just another ter- interpretation of another book. It's another interpretation of another book. Yeah, you know, I agree. You, you remember how they came out with that one Bible, and then they then this uh, this other guy he didn't like the Bible, yeah. so he changed it. You know, they called him King James, and now they have the King James Bible. And everybody <laughs> follows that Bible, but it's not the real Bible. He wanted so to which get a Bible divorce. Is the correct one? None no, of no, it's not King James that wanted to get a divorce. That was Henry the Eighth. Henry the Eighth. He didn't like it, so well, he changed it. Why did King it, James you know? come out with his own Bible? I think. Don't as, well as, the, as, as well as the true Bible doesn't have all the stories about Jesus. Why? Because they don't want you to real, really know that he, that not only was he a divine soul, but we are all divine souls because he was doing regular things like other people do, but they want to hide that. I think, I don't quote me on this. I've, I think I vaguely remember again. in my history that I think King James wanted to put it in English for the first time. Oh yeah. Yeah. The no, Catholic he wanted church to change didn't it. He, he did change, change it though. He did change yeah. it, but I wanted to say he, he like put it in English. He was, was thinking of divorce, <clears throat> is what I was. No, thinking. Henry. The, no, that's Henry the Eighth. He got VIII? he got like two divorces. He Catherine of Aragon he was divorced. divorced. He just killed her. Chop, <laughs> he killed. He chopped her yeah. head We're divorced. <laughs> you don't have to divorce them if they're dead. Anne Boleyn right. lost her head. <laughs> Jane Seymour died. Catherine. Jane Annulled. Seymour. She was in that TV show. <clears throat> oh hush, it's not her. Oh. Uh, it was Catherine Howard lost her head and Catherine Parr, basically she was a widow, if I remember correctly. Okay. So hey, you know what they all have in common right now? What? They're dead? They're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what's the difference? I would want to know if my grandmother, I would want to know if my grandmother in her new found knowledge thinks that I'm doing things the correct way or the wrong way. Do you want, so do you want to, so you want to know if she thinks you're doing things in the correct way? Yeah, I'm still going to do it my way. The answer's no. The answer's no. Okay. I wonder how you find out what she wants to do. They don't get, they don't become super beings now. When they die, they know more, they are aware of more, but they don't become what we would consider angel type uh, knowledge, that type of thing. But they're but they still who they, they they're still who they are, though, right? Yeah, they they are still who they are. Yeah, absolutely. my grandmother, she will, she would want me, she she wanted me to do everything different. So yeah, she okay. did, and she still thinks that way. Yeah, you know, I'm Paul. Hi, have you met me? <laughs> so, how specific of a question do people typically ask you? Do they get like real nitty gritty specific? <clears throat> so I'll give you an example, and I put this in my book. So I had this one guy, uh, I'll just say his real name, but his, his first name, but I didn't actually mention any names in the book. His name was Jeff, and he came to me because his psychiatrist recommended him to me. And uh, so he came to me and wanting to know about a job he wanted to get. Uh, and he said he wanted me to talk to my people, okay, uh, because he was Buddhist and he didn't believe that I was talking to spirit. But he said, it's okay if I talk to my people. And I said, all right, what kind of job do you want to get, Jeff? And he said, well, I'm thinking about either becoming a uh, a social worker or an auto mechanic. And I, and I said it to him in this way, and he didn't pick up on it. I said, well, Jeff. You're already good at being a social worker and you've been doing that for a while. And, but it doesn't fulfill you. It doesn't it doesn't give you the 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 satisfaction that you actually need uh, because, you know, you help people and stuff like that. But, you know, but it doesn't really fill you up. I said, so what you need to do is become an auto mechanic. And he said, really? I said, yeah, you need to become an auto mechanic. But I, I 
But then I said, you know what? I need to hold your hand because I need to see who's here with you. And he said, all right. So I took a look around. And I said, and I, I saw this guy. And I couldn't get a name, but uh, he he uh, showed himself to me. So I, I said, hey, Jeff, there's this guy here. And I, I described him. He's like, I think that's my brother. And I looked at the guy. And I said, you his brother? He said, yeah. I said, yeah, that's your brother. And I said, your brother is here for you to be the auto mechanic because your brother was also a mechanic. He liked to work on cars, but he was a mechanic. I said, what did your brother do? He said, well, he was in the Navy and worked on ships. I said, he's, he's a mechanic correct he said oh yeah yeah i guess he is a mechanic i said yeah your brother's here to help you to make those decisions to help you to to follow through with his mechanic stuff <clears throat> and, and he said okay and and he said but uh, he said you know i just signed up for this course to be a mechanic and i said well uh i said what i want you to do today jeff is i want you to call them today and he said well yeah because you know they told me that they didn't think i was going to get into the course because i i signed up a little late i said i want you to call them today when you get done with this with this interview here that we're having this talk i want you to give them a call today and uh he said well i wanted to let you know that i'm already a social worker i said yeah jeff you remember the part where i said you're already good at it he said oh I didn't pick up on that. I said, yeah, because you're not paying attention, Jeff. I said, but here, here's what I want you to do. When you get done with this reading, I want you to call them today. So we got done with the reading and he left and then he called me back up about an hour later. He said, hey, Daniel, I just want to let you know. He said, I got into that class. I said, yeah, Jeff. I said, but what was the special part about it, Jeff? He said, what do you mean? I said, there was a special part about them calling you, correct? He said, yeah, I actually had my phone turned off. And because they actually left me as a message on my phone while I was in the middle of the reading. And what they told me is they were calling everybody because they had one open spot. And whoever had answered the phone first, they would give it to. And they gave it to me. I said, yeah, and I can't make this shit up, Jeff. Hmm. He wouldn't have called them. So... Not my grandmother. So how do you know? How, how, so I've been. I, so all you have to do is say something about them and then they'll start telling me. What do you mean? I don't even have to know who your grandmother's name is. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So <clears throat> let's let's move on. Because from they're grandma. connected to you because they're connected to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. move on from grandma. And yeah. uh, let's just more because grandma may have more knowledge now but she's very 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 old school and probably wouldn't want i don't know i i i i, I want to see things differently huh they see things differently yeah um so i've always been try i've been trying to make feature films as my primary job i know for a yes, you have. very long touched. time getting touched yes and yeah. um I've never been able to do it. You're not going to either. Do they know Quit why? While you're ahead. Do they Quit know while why? You're ahead. Why? Because it's not meant for you to do. Because you won't reach enough people doing that. Hmm. Then what am I supposed to do? That's Help. the question. What do you do here? I make films. What are you doing right now? I'm. I talk. I blab right. my blab my lips until podcast. People... Right, you open up their eyes, you open up their hearts, and you open up their minds, and you get them to think, because we have stopped thinking. That's true. That I is very true. That. That's <laughs> very true. <laughs> people don't think anymore. They're right. just you'll, you'll reach more people that way. You're not going to have time to make a film. As long as I'm making cash and being able to do what I enjoy, I'm cool with it. I don't. Care. <laughs> You know, so what, so what should I do for my job? 
I don't know. What do you do? I'm a CDI specialist manager for a hospital. I'm a nurse by trade. Yeah, my wife was a nurse too. She's a registered nurse. She's retired now. Um, I'm just asking. I'm asking if you should get out of that. They're telling me no. Okay. No, you're you're fine. Okay. Oh, did you um? <clears throat> let me see. Let me ask him something real quick. You're on number uh, twenty-eight, Ugh, which isn't too bad. That's pretty average. What's, what's twenty-eight and twenty-nine? What's twenty-eight? Uh, she's on her twenty-eighth lifetime. She's been here twenty-seven other times. She's had twenty-seven other sets of moms and dads, brothers and sisters, dogs and cats. Twenty-seven other astrological signs that mean absolutely bullshit because that has to do with your body and not your soul. Your soul wasn't born under stars because start the whole star uh, astrological stuff is is useless because we decided to look up in the stars and go, oh, you know, if you connect this dot and this dot and this dot, it makes us fish. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because never never befriend a Pisces. That's all yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> all, all that stuff is because you've been here 28 times. So you've been different astrological signs, but no one's actually been actually uh, one particular astrological sign because the original calendar of everything started at five months. Then it went to nine months, then to 10 months, and yeah. then to 12 months. So, yeah. So maybe you were two astrological signs. No, you weren't nothing. You just came into this world as a human. All right. How many? But, uh, can, but yeah, can you, you... you've been here, but this is what you're supposed to be doing okay. because you do help. Even though you do a different line, you're not in the in the trenches of things, but you do things for people that other people can't do, Andrea. Well, got some truth to that. I mean, what I do well, is there's not, a lot of truth to it. It's not because people people can't figure it out, you know. So they need people that are behind the scenes taking care of everything else, so that they can do their jobs of helping helping physically. It's helping like me people. trying to make films. Like I kind right. of need a crew if I'm going to make an actual film. Instead of having to do it all my fucking self. So well, you can make that. films all the time. People do all the time. They yeah. call it porn. But <laughs> oh. does, it, does it really help anybody? Are you inviting Not me really. again? Yeah. What? No. Yeah. Oh, teasing. my God. Yeah. Teasing. I'm teasing. Yeah. So, yeah, so people, she's been around 27. People don't make any films that have any real meaning to it. They I know. It's all cookie cutter bullshit these days. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. So you're, <clears> she's, she's on 27. What am I on? No, she's on. She's on twenty eight, but she's, she's 28. lived twenty seven okay, lifetimes. It. What am so, I? Yeah. Um, man, <laughs> this sounds bad. You're One. screwing it up. One. Thirty three. Average average times I get between people is usually between twenty six and twenty nine times. Thirty three is not so great. That's okay. Maybe I enjoy being here. Who knows? Okay, I got. No, you you really don't. <laughs> I got a question. What? It, how did you that, I think? Me I, think that, I think one of those times I was in World War Two, though. He wasn't. Who answered you? Who answered you for that? Jesus. Okay. You have touched like me right in my face. I know how many angels. I, I get touched in my face for yes and no answers. But in, in the very beginning, it was two. Uh, I'm getting touched touched by two archangels. I'm up to thirty seven. I know all their names and who's touched me. And that one was right down to the center of my face. So That's Jesus. What happens to a person that actually doesn't take breath? They're stillborn. What happens to them? There's no soul. There's no, no soul. soul. No life. So they don't exist? No, it's just a dead body. He, he's saying so that the soul, the soul of these people the soul are still saw that there. The body was not going to make it, so it left. 
Yeah, so, yeah. So the soul of the person's still there in, in so, the ether, but right. the body they I'm, never inhabited went, the body. So what happens right, it, to their it went soul? Back home. They, they never it went, went back home. So I had a child that passed away. She never. She was stillborn. So you're basically telling me that she's her soul is where home, home, or like, reincarnated home. again if she needed home. To do meaning, life. meaning like with God, home. Yes. Home, oh, heaven, heaven. Okay. What we call heaven. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's 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 not meant. I'm not saying it in the, <clears throat> the to say your 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 child was soulless or anything. No, the soul saw that the body was not going to make it, and it left, because the soul comes into the body at the actual time of being born. It's not sitting inside of the body. The the body has to be created first. And when it sees, it's watching and watching and watching. And when it's time to be born and to sees, it happens in a split. Second, and it sees this body's not going to make it. I'm out. Hmm. Well, and, and again, the 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 Old Testament talks about the children who never made it. So you're 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 tracking along with it really closely. And I've never read a Bible. Yeah, and uh, the 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 children. It says, "Don't worry about the unborn. They've never had right. a chance to sin. To yeah. sin. They've never had a chance to be outside there right. with me. Sure." And Absolutely. that's what it says. So, you know, <clears throat> don't ever worry when, about the. And people get mad when I say that, but I'm not saying it anything against you. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't no one's fault. It's just the body was not because we we live in fallible bodies. We just are. How do we know we get cancer and so stuff I've like that? I've got a question though. I, I yeah. got a real question, and and I'm putting to. I remember what you said. You said you have a lot of real questions. Um, you said to me, it's a few minutes ago. That we are put here for a reason, and yeah. a lot of times, if not all the time, because I, I want to—I'm not sure, <clears throat> not, not clear about what you told me. You're here for a reason. Everyone is, and that is to physically help people. Yes, I have done that, and I just automatically do that all right, the time. You do. Yeah, but yet I'm on my don't thirty worry, this third. Is your, this is your this is your last time, Paul. You're done. I don't know. No, I would done. have done it before. I would. That's my soul. I know my soul. My soul yeah. is a helpful person. I want to help because that's yeah. the right thing to do. Right. Period. Because the last time you were here, you didn't just you didn't do it enough. This time, your soul figured so out. A, I got to get quota. this right. There's a quota. It's it's sort of a quota. They just want us to do it because we're learning to do it. So what happens to the soul of, say, some pretty bad people like, I don't know, Ted Bundy or... They go to the same place you do. John Wayne Gacy. So if I, whenever <clears throat> yeah. I pass on, I'm going to be hanging out in heaven with Ted Bundy? Because you're, it's a soul. Because when you cross over into the light, the willingness to want to cross over, let's go of all the pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, and all that stuff that you learned how to have here. You just turn, return back to being a white, light-loving soul. I'm not saying that Hitler is not coming back again. He is, but he's not here. He's in heaven. And I know people don't, but we look at the body, and that's all we look at. And that body has a lot of free will. 
And that, that soul did not complete the purpose that it needed to do, which was help people. Well, more than so likely, Hitler home. does now, not have any... Now, he also had a choice to not cross into heaven. He could have stayed here as an earthbound spirit and hang hang on to that pain, anger, sorrow, grief. More than likely, he was reincarnated and said, uh, you're, you're going to have to do this at least 10 more times before uh, we can even consider letting you in. Well... <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I get you, but no, he hasn't come back yet. Well... He is coming back soon. I have a really hard time with that, considering that he, like, obliterated half the Jewish race, if in World War II. Uh, yeah, I, I get that. But, I, but, but it's just, it's not punishment again. It's just like everybody else. I mean, there there are lots of murderers in this world, but some of them cross over, some of them don't. He, well, what's the defining line and who crosses over and who doesn't? Because no offense, I think Hitler needs to be the, choice. the bottom of the pool in a chess pool of his own hell it's, after what he did to yeah, people. Yeah, well, but. It's, it's your choice. He's not in hell though, because there's no such place as hell. Well, There's no and, such thing as the devil either. And 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 you got to remember, you told me that the <clears> hell doesn't exist in the Torah. No, it does not exist in the Torah. So there is no such place as hell. Yeah, the, only the Torah people who want it doesn't to believe exist. There is a hell. It's the ones who want to tell you how to live your life because they want to be able to torture you here and want you to feel like you're going to be tortured there as well if you don't do what they tell you to do. Which is meaning if you don't tell what they do what they tell you to do, you're breaking the rules. You know, you've heard it before. It's called sin. No one sins. But they want you to think you're sinning so they can have control over you. I don't know, man. I, I would say killing another person would be <clears throat> if there's no sin, there should be. And that should be the, that should be one rape. That should be another one. Well, what's the purpose of the Ten Commandments then? Of that case, well, there's he no such thing as the Ten Commandments. God doesn't need to command you. It's it, the Ten Commandments are not something that he believes in. So, OK, that makes no. sense. So, yeah, because the Bible is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. The, the, God does not need need to command you. The, God doesn't need to judge you. You judge yourself a thousand times a day. Why does He need to do it once more? Because He doesn't. Well, hmm. So if I'm so if I'm on but my thirty third, people or, judge. Am you. I on my thirty third or thirty fourth? Thirty third. Thirty third. If I'm on my thirty third, could that life that I had before? Be ten minutes long, Could ten be. years long, or a full life. Well, oh, it depends on what a full life is to you. Well, I'm just meaning I die at old age. Well, sure. what do you what do you do after your thirty third? Where does he go? I don't know. That's his choice. He either walks into the light or he doesn't. Well, I hope you walk he into the light. Walk into the light. He won't come back for that reason because he's in a place that would not send him back but you would just remain here with all the other earthbound spirits that are here. And most of them are miserable. So a lot of them are lost, but most of them are miserable. So how would we be able to tell with someone that we're close to that they're an earthbound spirit and they pass on? How would we? You'd have to ask me. Oh, okay. Because I will reveal something to you that you've never heard from any other, other medium ever because they don't have it. And only I do. Only you? Only me. Because it only needs to be one. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> when you wake up out of your body, you're going to look down at your body and go, hmm, I guess I don't need that anymore. You're going to take a step to the left. You're going to look to the right, and the light's going to turn on for you. That's just the light into heaven that shows you where to go, okay? it's And then you either walk in or you don't. But either way, if you walk in, it turns off. When you don't, it turns off. But be, beyond that light, there's always one other light that shines all the time. And the light that shines all the time, so all, because even though you are an earthbound spirit, you can cross over any time that you want to. You just have to have the willingness to want to do that. But most of them don't want to do that because they know a lot of times there's a possibility they might have to come back. 
and maybe they don't want to because you might walk out, you might wake up out of your body this time, Paul, and go 33 lives and you're going to get all the memories back from all those 33 lives and you might think to yourself, if I walk in, I might have to come back again. A lot of them think that way, so maybe they don't want to come back. So they will stay here. But that light, there's another light that shines all the time, and that light is in a physical body, so that can be here in this physical world. It's just another soul. And it shines all the time for one reason, so that all spirit can see it, and they know where to go. But there's another reason. They can hear it, too, because when it's speaking in that body, they can hear it. Again, it's a beacon of light for them to see, to know where to go. And and because and that that spirit is all, that person is also crossing the spirit over into heaven too because it gives them the option if they want to go and if they want to go it will cross them over but if they don't want to go they'll just remain here and that soul that's in that body it's me. So where's my dad? Let me ask real quick. Yeah, he's crossed over. I imagine it would have, because I mean, it, 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 you know, let's 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 Pretty assume decent, it's let's assume that he's absolutely correct, and he knows what he's Sorry. talking about. Okay, let's let's not, let's not worry about just tearing it apart. But from what you've told me about your dad, that makes sense. It does make sense, yes. Because yeah. he was done. He was a decent guy. Yeah, he was just done, and he tried his he tried his hardest to do the right thing, and and, and he's not coming back either. He, he, he tried his hardest to do the bad, do the right thing, and he just got screwed over all the time. It's true. So I think for him, it's probably like you know when I'm out, I'm just I'm just gonna hang out here. So <laughs> can ask, so I'm can ask you, him something real quick? But they're telling me what every once in a while he shows signs to you that he's still around. That okay. do you know why he's still around? No. Because he's here to be a spirit guide for you. In other words, he shows signs to you, and sometimes you pick up on them. But you under, you feel him around you a lot of times. And then it's and the you, you pick up on these signs around you a lot. And the reason you're picking up on it is because he's letting you know he's here. He's trying to help you to make better decisions in your life so that you can come home and stay home as well. Like home, like, like heaven home or like my home home? Yeah, heaven, heaven home. Yeah. When I say home, that's what I mean. Okay. Heaven home. Yeah. Yeah. So he's around you. He's around you. Uh, so in other words, what that means to me is what that should would mean to you is a huge honor. Meaning instead of going to heaven, because I see heaven, heaven's a hundred thousand times better than you can ever imagine. Is it ain't no book because they can't describe it in a book. Just like God can't be described in one book. Really? Are you freaking that insane? Okay. So, so heaven's a hundred thousand times better. And instead of going there and staying there, he skipped it so he can be here with you. To help you because that's how much he cared about you. We were very close and his death was sudden. So It's never sudden. He yeah. just died like everyone does. True, but it was sudden to me is what I should say. Well, yeah, because you were taught it's sudden. But it's just he could have been somewhere else and died or it could have been some other time and he died. But well, no matter what, he died. But he decided to come back and help you. So, like, what, do what does he does he know what kind of signs he's giving? He knows everything. Well, what kind <laughs> of signs is he trying to give me that I'm ignoring? Because sometimes, honestly, you know, we're all in our zone in our own little lives. That, and that's why you're ignoring them. You're not picking up on them. He's giving them to you, but you're just not picking up on them. So how does what one pick up on them? What do I need to do to pick up on them? Why don't you talk to him like he's your dad because he is. Okay, that makes he's sense. He's still here. He's just not, just because he doesn't have a body doesn't mean he's not here. 
Makes sense. So you, you, you do feel his presence around you sometimes. That's true. I do. And I just. Yeah. Because he's letting you know I'm here. And what he's trying to tell you to do is wake up and listen to me a little bit more and I'll help you. But if you're too freaking busy to do that, well, I can't it, help you. It's not really just that. It's just having. It is that. Well, when you're trying to grieve and mourn and get past a death that's sudden to someone that's he's gone. That is get true. That is true. He's gone. Not, he's every, not, not everybody can handle it that way, though, unfortunately. Every, they can't, but they need to learn the, do well, you know why they can't that, handle that way, because you were taught not to handle that. Well, some people really do feel grief. In a, yeah. in, it's not a taught thing. Long. I think it's natural. Right. Well, grief. it is natural to grieve over someone, but what happens is they, what do they stop doing? Living the life that they were supposed to be here, because the person that is gone is meant to be gone. You're just not meant to be gone yet. Well, and you know, if grief is, it's, it, I think you're allowed to be grief, you're allowed to feel grief. You're allowed to be sad. Sure. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong last week. That. I miss him. Yeah. So that's, you know, I mean, just grieving a little bit. Um, yeah. But are you supposed to grieve the rest of your life? So it's interrupting your life. No, I agree with that. I agree that. with that. But sometimes it's just easier to be able to move forward and not have to have that constant reminder of what you've lost based upon certain memories that are in your if face. If he was that kind of person in your life, of course, you're going to have that kind of memories of him. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't be positive. They made an take, impact. Take positive. Uh, yeah, he's trying to from, make a more. He's trying to make another impact by helping you make good decisions in your life. And, but again, when we get so busy, we think we're so busy, but what are we busy with? We're, we're busy with this fake life that we've been taught. So next question, can you tell when someone's passed or not? Oh, so you want me to know if, uh, uh, so I can, I can do one better for you. I can tell when someone's lying to me because I get touched on my face for yes and no answers. Usually, like when I do a reading for someone, I did a reading for these two women one time, and I did the one reading, and then the next woman comes up, and she starts asking me questions. And But the first question I always ask is, are they telling me the truth? And she wasn't telling me the truth. And I stood up, and I stopped, and I said, look, we can't continue with this reading because you're not asking me truthful questions. You're asking me manipulated questions so you can get your own truth because you want to have power and control over the woman sitting next to you. And then I said to the woman next to her, I said, this is your sign, you know, like Bill Engvall, this is your sign that she doesn't really care about you. She just wants to make sure that she has control over yep. you. So There's wake, a lot of people out there like that. Yeah. And then she asked me, she said, how do you know I'm lying to you? I said, because you can't lie to the fucking medium. That's how. So then uh, then she started asking me truthful questions. But then when I gave her the answers, you know what she did next? She started humming. And I said, are you humming? And I looked at her friend. I said, is she humming? She said, yeah, she does that to me all the time. I said, yeah, because she's blocking you out. Now she's blocking me out. Here's your money. Have a great day. <laughs> I'm just curious. I don't put up with shit. I'm just curious where my mother is. That's all. Oh, boy. I'm going to ask you one question. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to make one statement to you real quick. Okay. Don't ask questions you don't want answers to. Okay, fair enough. Do you want to really know the answer? Sure. She didn't cross over. Hi. I've, I, we just, she's not exactly a very nice individual, so we have not. No, and, and you don't, you don't feel her around you? No. She, I, she, she may, yeah, you don't because she's not in a place that she can do that. Yeah, I was just about to say that same thing. She wasn't a very good place. She was she wasn't in a good place in her life. And she was she was resentful for that. Because she was resentful for that, she saw that light and she said no and stayed here. 
So you saying she's not on this earth or are you saying she's she's an earthbound spirit she's still around but she's in a, a low negative energy place oh okay what right. is that for paul <laughs> <laughs> so he can see me on video and i'm messing with andrea yeah. <laughs> paul understands well, that my mother is not a nice person yeah. has right. not been I'm very so in other words you're saying i'm correct i don't know if she's still here alive she She's, she's just walking around. She's just. I guess what I'm trying to. She doesn't know if she's actually dead or not. She doesn't know if she's alive or dead because they don't talk to each other ever. Yeah. And it's I have to keep myself away from her because she's not a very good person to be around anymore. I had to make that hard, cold decision as an adult that she's. How long has it been since you've been talking to her? I have, I'm not psychic. Uh God. Four or five years. Yeah, I, well, I'm, no, I'm being, she used to live with me in the middle of COVID. So March of 2020. So that's about two years. Yeah. Two years. And I had to make a hardcore yeah. decision in order for me to have. She was abusing, literally abusing. Not physically, but mentally. And I don't know, man. I mean, they're tearing up your stuff. So I had to make a hardcore decision that she needed to go. And it's this part of me that always was wondering, like, I'm never going to know if she ever passes or not because she's she, alienated the other members of your family to the point that they won't talk to you anymore. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Well, see, and but, the, see, but that's the right decision that you made. That's the correct decision, because I don't care if it's your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your best friend, your so-called best friend, because we all have one of those. If they're not helping you in your life to help you to lift you up and be a positive force in your life. Let them go. Eject. I don't care if they say, oh, I'm your blood, blood relative. Blood means nothing. I agree. But there's a part of me that thinks like, God, and I've talked to my brother about it. I'm like, we're never going to know if something, if she dies, we're never going to know. Well, and that's you'll what see he. see her again. Don't worry about it. And that's I mean, what he, you'll, you'll, you'll see her when you actually leave and she'll probably be right there earthbound and she'll ask you to stay with her, but you don't have to. But she always has a she always has a chance to cross over anytime she wants to. But do we know how nope. she died? Or um, is yeah. she dead? She died. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I'm getting she died. Do we know what she died from? There's it's all that is facilitation in order for your soul to leave. That's it. Doesn't make a difference what they die from. They still just he, he die. Everybody he does. He doesn't hear that. So yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm just, just curious. I, he doesn't. He yeah, doesn't get a medical good. report from the archangel. Well, I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, with yeah. well, yeah, with my no, dad, it was kind of found out it's later. One, it's one of the. It's it's just one thing. You die. That's it. I don't care if you get hit by a car. You die. So the suicide, question, same can, thing. Can, suicide is very simple. Suicide is because your body, because the soul takes over, because the soul knows it's being called home to heaven. I mean, when you were a kid, Paul, and your dad said, hey, Paul, it's time to come home, and you were down the end of the street. What did you do? I told you, you to piss home. off. I'm going to do what I want. Right. That's yeah, actually well, God, what I did. When God said, do you want to, you need to come home, you want, you go home. So when the soul needs to go home, it goes home. And if it's in a perfectly functioning body, it will make the body do something in order for that body to I don't know, man. So I, I, I do what I want and I will always do what I want. And I don't know, because my dad told me to get in the car. I'm like, why? I don't want to get in the car. Gonna, you eventually I, got in the car, though, didn't you? Only because he like picked me up and no, threw me in the car. you eventually got in the car. So you eventually went home because you had to go home. And when your soul has to go home in the same manner that if the soul says, <clears throat> you got to do something so I can get out of here, it may one day say, hey, you know what, Andrea, get up in the car, go in, go to the mall today. So you do, you wake up and you get in your car and you go to the mall, and you get in a car accident, you die. Same thing. Same thing as suicide. The soul took over 
and makes the body do something in order so that the soul can leave. Because when it's time to go, it just is. Well, what about for the people who sometimes <laughs> obviously don't want to do this and are struggling with it and end up doing struggling it? struggling with it because the soul is telling me it's time to struggle so we can get the hell out of here. Yeah. The soul's in control of everything. We're just not in control of the soul. So I want because to be... a, doc- a doctor can heal your bones and he can heal your heart and stuff like that, but he cannot save your soul. I want to be narciss- I want to be narcissistic for a moment. <laughs> and what do you mean, just a moment? Well, no, I'm usually not narcissistic. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> I, am I going to have to get out the joke, Paul? Oh, okay, get out okay, the okay. psychiatric what is it NSD five thingy or whatever they call it to diagnose. <clears throat> you don't have to diagnose me. Something. We all know I'm nuts. Anyway, yeah, people got to blame things on everything <laughs> because you were taught to blame. No, I blame myself. I take the blame. I, I, I stand up and say, nope, I did that. Next. <laughs> I do. I don't you. care. That's called taking the blame. That's called being honest. <laughs> so I'm going to be narcissistic for a minute. You told okay. me a little while ago. Uh Oh, you told me a little while ago that I'm what I'm doing is what I should be doing. And I what you feel think you need to do. I think he is referring to me talking into my computer with other people, which is what we're doing. Is that what you said, or is, what, did I take it yes. wrong? No, you took it correct. If that, but I've done this forever, and no one's ever. You know why? Because you're good at it. You do it because. You're good at it. You do it because your soul is t- letting you know this is what you should be doing. I'm, so we all know this. If you've met me for more than 10 seconds, even in person, and, you know, sometimes people on podcasts and in the entertainment are someone different whenever the microphone and camera is off. Not me. I'm still an ass. So that's, that's who I am. Oh, this well, is here. who I am. This is here, what I that, do. That's here in your human body, not back at home. You're not that way at all. Oh, I bet you have your soul's that, not that way. We don't we don't hold on to pain, anger, sorrow, grief. Uh, there's no, no pain, pain and anger. I don't care. Yeah. But all the other anguish and, and, I, and I, having power over somebody and stuff like that. We all the we only thing I'm upset about is the fact that I can't get enough money in my account to pay my bills, <laughs> and I'm going to have to make a decision whether I'm going to move to uh, uh, 50 miles away or if I'm going to stay here and, and, and I don't know, suck dick for a living or something. What I'm the? not sure. <laughs> not sure what I'm going to Or be. something like that. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm going to deal me some marijuana outside my ice cream truck. That's what I'm going to do. That's what you feel you need to do. Go right I got to get an ice cream truck first. Ah. <laughs> the world's not going to have you. The I'm world's teasing. not going to let you have a million dollars all the time. But no, I, I just want to pay my bills. You know, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I, I got to find a, I, I got to find a better way to make money. It's really starting to suck. And that's the only thing that I'm upset about. Um, and past that, you're I, always going to be paying bills the rest of your life I as know, long as you're I living know. here on earth. Got to make more money. Um, yeah. But so but is, is money the real answer to everything? No. Oh, absolutely not. World, I hate money. Money sucks. Yeah. The world wants you to believe that money is the answer, but money is the root of all evil. Because it's greed, because it's power, because it's control. Eh, money to me is a facilitator to do shit that I want to do. Yeah. That's all do it you is. You need to do it. No, I don't have to. It's, it's I, the only thing I need do. to do no. is eat, take a shit, and sleep. And past that, yeah. it doesn't matter. Taxes. Fuck taxes. I agree. But, you know, hey. <laughs> yeah. If you don't taxes make any money, you don't have to pay taxes. At one point. 
I know, right? <laughs> Let's not get into that. That's a whole other yeah. hour. Yeah, that's, that's the that's the uh, people who who uh, are in control of this world, the controllers. Oh, sure. But as far as the way I act and my attitude and how I do things, it's not a this. This is just who I am, and I gave up trying to curtail myself to other people's whims and wishes. Absolutely. 35 years ago. I don't You don't need care. to prove yourself to anyone. That's that's why I'm not competitive. Right. Because I don't and give a I, shit yeah. if I win or I'm lose. I'm not about sports and all that stuff because it's bullshit. Because one guy prays I want to win the game. The other guy prays he wants to win the game. But only get one guy wins. Why? Because we made the rules. That's why. Yeah, yeah. The, the rules are literally ours. That's true. Because I need to prove how good I am. You're good enough to do absolutely anything you want to do in this world as long as you have faith in that. You well, I, I've always said that the big one of the biggest lies that have ever been told to children is that you can be anything you want. And that's not true. If you have an IQ of 85 and you want to be a mathematician or an astronaut, you're not going to do it. They're not going to well, let you do it. Well, that's because they made the rules and they made a measurement as far as that well, goes. No, you know, an, an IQ, of, you don't have a, IQ of a 80 doesn't mean you're not smart An or IQ of 80, you cannot get in the military. Well, it doesn't mean you're not, not intelligent. It's just there's there's a line that they drew. That's all. They just have know, they man. they come up with the lines and the standards and all that know. stuff. But I I've, I've I don't know that the the just because he's a doctor didn't mean he didn't get a C on. His oh no, I'd say step. that's that's one of mine. All right. that's one of my my uncle who was a pediatrician told me that he says you know what they call a doctor with three A's and a B a doctor. You know what they right. call a doctor with three C's and a D. A doctor. A doctor. Yeah, that's right. right. So yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Just because they got, just because they got a piece of paper on the wall that they went to school because they decided to read five some, more books than you did doesn't mean they're competent. <laughs> There's some people that are better at things than others, and right. you so want to find what, the very best at. person to do what you need done to do it for yeah. you. And you if you can't afford them, then you go to the second best person because they're a little cheaper. That's right, because you works. can absolutely fit in anywhere that you want to. You can just decide to do that. You can walk into a building with a bunch of suits and go, I want to fit in here. Well, I decided to be the CEO. You're against our rule book, but you know what? You can fit in if you want to, but if you don't want to, go find your people. I decided to be the CEO of Walmart, but they said, hey, yo, we're not going <laughs> to listen to you. <laughs> Why are you even here? I'm like, I'm the CEO. They're like, no, you're not. Damn. Yeah, I am. I decided it. <laughs> And you go to jail. I am going to do whatever. I'm going to be whoever I want. I'm going to be the CEO of Walmart. I think for as a parent, though, you try to encourage your kids so they don't become lazy asses. So you try to encourage yeah. them to be able but to be what they want to we be. Have to, you have yeah. to admit that not everybody can be a veterinarian. Not everybody can be a pop star. Not everybody can do this. You can try, though. You can try, but it doesn't mean you're going to be any good at it. Right. I, got, I was a really good drummer, but it didn't mean I was going to be a rock star because yeah. it wasn't meant for me to be that. It was meant for me to be this. See, I believe that you're correct on that. That if you, <clears throat> if you don't, if, 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 if you can't, if it's not something that's really, really, really there for you, you enjoy it. See, I wanted to be, I was a front man in a country band for a long time. And although I enjoyed it, I didn't actually want to do it. I was really good at it, but I didn't hey, really want to do it. What, remember back in the 80s, Paul, when they would play these heavy metal records backwards and they would get all these satanic messages? <laughs> yeah. What do you get when you when you play a country record backwards? You get your house back. You get your car back. Yeah. Ah! Right, right, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that Kobe Keith song the best. 
Yeah. You ain't leaving, thank God, are you? You can't be gone fast enough. Right. That's the lyric. That's the chorus. Oh, yeah. They will, what is, this will make my girlfriend happy. She's the one that never thought you would. <laughs> Oops. So I got a question. What would you say to someone out there listening that may be able to have your type of talents, but they're it's not a talent. It's just that well, I, it's just she's what just, I am. that's just vernacular. This she's is vernacular. Just, I'm not very good at the vernacular with this, and I'm a little <laughs> probably blunter than I should be. But what would you say to people that are able to do what you do out there that are say under the age of 18? Under the age of 18? Yeah, a young person. Um. What the one thing they shouldn't do is to start going around telling everybody because they will get picked on and they will be told that they are a witch or something like that. And then it's going to make it rough for the rest of their life. But uh, they, they need to Fair. they need to have some parents that are going to uh, encourage this as well, because, you know, parents want to tell you that you're talking to and uh, uh, you have a uh, imaginary friend and stuff like that. when they don't really know either. So, uh, but they need to have some parents that are going to help them because we, you are born with this. This is something that comes through with your soul that came from a perfect place, but yet we want to tell everybody that it's not because power and control, but they need to continue with us and believe in it because it is the truth. And don't let anyone else ever tell you that it's not the truth. And don't ever believe all the lies that are out there okay. because they are lies right. and follow through and don't stop listening to others and listen to your heart. Listen. And that is your soul. Right. And listen to that and follow through with it. So Daniel, because it's meant to be Daniel. Yeah. What's up? Tell man? us about <laughs> your book and uh, where it can be found <clears throat> and where we can, if somebody wanted to purchase your book or, and read it, how can they do that? Uh, well, the name of my book is, uh, it says Daniel Jackson on the front and that's called the new beginning. My awakening as a spirit medium. If you see the picture, uh, I have a picture. It's a man, uh, the silhouette, the back of a man, he's walking into a bright white light. Although the new beginning is not about me. It's about people themselves. Uh, but it's a, the story is, is a chronological story of me and how everything happened, uh, to me and for me throughout my life from the age of three years old up until even the present day. Uh, and then, but the, the and that's, it's, it's a good story. It's a good, because uh, there was a lot of things or a lot of events that really happened happened that uh, that that were just crazy off the hook uh, but then uh, at the end of the book there's a chapter 12 uh, it's called the basics and these are 25 channeled messages from my art from archangels I call them my archangels because how many of them do I have with me all of them and there's thousands of them we just don't know all their names but again we can't pronounce it but uh, these are 25 messages of basically what god wants us to know so that we can become better people so that we can help other people to become better people so we can treat each other the way we should be treated you know it's called respect and we can help each other and share everything in the world that's what these messages are for so where can to, they to find your book us. Uh, they can find my book on Amazon and all they have to put in is uh, put in the search bar, Daniel Jackson, the new beginning, my awakening as a spirit medium, put that whole thing in there and it'll come up and it'll show this picture. It's a black and white cover. And usually that man walking into the white light, you'll see my name okay. at the top of it. So I've got uh, one so, and, last. And I sell it for $8. I get $2 okay. off of that. It's not important for me to make a million dollars, but it is important for me to sell a million books because I sure would like to help a million people. Yeah. So let me ask you, question how many times yeah. have you gone on a podcast and people have given you the stargate joke 
Every single time I heard it today. <laughs> oh, Daniel Jackson. Yeah, you're the guy on Scar Stargate, right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to make that joke. I'm not going to make that joke. What I'm going to let it yeah. do is vent I mean, if I about getting name, that joke. Right. If I say my full name, Daniel Martin Jackson, but I don't like to use my middle name. I don't like it's my middle guitar. name. Because every time somebody says Martin, I think of Martin and Martian. But uh, yeah. yeah. It's a good guitar, yeah. though. Martin's or, 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 or what's his name uh, from the the Back to the Future movies? Hey, Marty. I don't know what to be called McFly. Marty. Ah, so, uh, Marty McFly. Yeah, they, all, they always say that. Hey, you're the guy from Stargate. Do I look like the guy from Stargate? Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> no. I'm but that guy, that, I, that I guy did a... But it doesn't bother me. I think it's kind of cool, man, because yeah. they're, they're sci-fi buff just like me. Yeah. I like that stuff. So that, that like guy that. is a dead-on actor when it came to... Uh, oh my God! He's in the the blacklist. The guy. Oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's what's 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 his name? My brain can't do it. What's his name? I could picture James him. Spader. Yeah, he is a he does a dead on James Spader from the first movie. Really? Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Are you there? I myself cannot do it. James Spader. <laughs> exactly. So what do you think? Of, so I, I got a sign in my wall and um, it's on my wall and you can't see it on the air. I stopped waiting for the light at the end of the tunnel and it lit and it lit that bitch myself. <laughs> that's exactly right. So oh, I was going to say, you're going to say, did you like my sign? Uh, yeah, I, I saw parts of it, but I couldn't see it. But now that I see the, the bitch part, yeah, that's, that's kind of funny, man. Hey, you got, you know what? I got to have a sense. If you've seen as many people as dead people as I see in a day, you got to have a sense of humor. Yeah. For me, it's like being in a, in a room with a thousand people, except nobody leaves and more just keep coming in. I don't know who all they are because I see so many. It's like, it's like walking through the mall and trying to pick out one person. Good wow. luck. Well, I appreciate yeah. you being on the podcast. I appreciate you telling us about your book. And I and it's interesting to hear that you've come to a lot of the, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard of natural law. If you've ever heard of that concept, that's what we, that's what the founders built the uh, the Bill of Rights on was natural, natural law, which correlates. Well, it's natural law because they created it. Well, no, if you look into natural law, it's actually, it, it actually, it is, uh, it is interesting. It is interesting. Well, um, the reason I say they created it is because God didn't create words. Man created words. Oh, he gave us the yeah, ability yeah, yeah. to make sound, but we well, created words. So, yeah, you could say any word that you wanted. It begins with the letter F that doesn't sound like fire truck, and he doesn't really give a crap as long as we're not putting that negative energy on people. But, yeah, yeah we created all the words. Well, yeah, we created the words, but we had to, you know, there's that's that's the only way we can communicate with each other on, you know, here at the here on this planet. So they can, Yeah, but you know, the, only way, the only reason they have laws is so they can have control over somebody else. We're not well, supposed to. That's not what natural law is. And <clears throat> I, I encourage anyone out there who's listening to look into what natural law is. It's actually pretty cool. It comes down to don't rape, don't murder, you know. Oh, yeah. That yeah. kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's that's what natural yeah. law is. And that's what our well, constitution that's, that's also or our control. Bill of don't rights. Do this, don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Well, we shouldn't rape anybody. You. That's yeah, not cool. But, yeah. But I'm, what are you I'm doing? okay you're, with that you're, being you're, a wall. Your soul is here learning the lessons of you doing yeah. things that you think are not good, but what's good for you might be not good for someone else. What you know? I found that's most interesting is a lot of the things, since you say you've never read the text <clears throat> of the Bible or Torah or anything like that, that yeah. a lot of the things that you're that you're talking about actually track really well with a lot of the things that are in those books. And it's that's interesting because 
that that makes sense. And I maybe maybe it, it could be that you're one hundred percent right. Um, it could be that they're one hundred percent right. We won't know until we die. For the rest yeah, of you, us, you, you, know. you will know on that time. Yeah, and but the interesting thing is, is a lot of these points that he's pointing out are they have been said in our old, old, old religious texts. So apparently for thousands of years. Yeah, it's interesting that it it's is not very, that far apart. Very interesting. You know, the concept of when you die, you know everything. That's <clears throat> in the Torah. Mm-hmm. Oh, believe me, Paul. They tried to make me learn that Bible. I, I, I had to take Sunday school and stuff like that, and I didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Well, and that's that's your choice, and I, I'm okay yeah. with that. I don't see why yeah. anybody would be upset with that. That's what you want to do. I the people who are who can't get their book out, of, they're headed out of that box or the book. Yeah. They won't make it well, yeah. that that book not doesn't necessarily give you any ironclad stuff. It's no, a lot those about people who usually follow it are the most judgmental people yeah. I've ever met in my entire life. Well, I agree with that. The Baptists around not here be, right? can be that bad. Yeah, no absolutely. I've experienced as a Lutheran. I've experienced <clears> that because Lutherans, the only place that we're judgmental and don't allow people to to do things outside of the box is while we're in the church. Yeah. You walk out of the church and then yeah, it's fine. If that's what it's you free reign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always tell everyone not to judge anybody because when you look at someone that you're about to judge, you know, you think to yourself and you take a self inventory of yourself and think about all the crap you've been through in your life and then look at someone else and think they've been through a bunch of shit too. And then you bite your tongue and you walk away. Yeah. Because we've all been through shit. Yeah. And, you know, less life, you know? Yep. That's <clears throat> life. Right works. That is life. When you're dealing with other human beings, sometimes it just sucks. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I uh, again, I appreciate you being on today, and and we are in uh, Andrea and I, and I think Andrea is looking forward to this. We are next week. We are going to interview Bill Ott, who is at the Crescent Hotel. In Eureka Springs. Are you excited that you get to talk to this guy, Andrea? Yes, it's one of my favorite places to go, and I've had some haunting experiences there, so it would be nice to kind of... Bill knows it all. Yes. He's the nose that knows it all. Wait, does he have a nose? I don't know. I've, I've met him once, I think. It's. He's, I bet he's got a nose. It's a hotel with interesting history, uh, paranormal activity. Um, it's a very classic, well-known hotel in Eureka Springs. It's one of my favorite places. It used to be a sanitarium. It used to be a place where there was a quack doctor that thought he could cure cancer, but ended up killing more people than not. What was he feeding them? Uh, he had weird, interesting He was giving them thallium or something like that. It w- radium? He was basically giving them a cure for cancer so he could take their money and yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk to Mr. Bill Ott, who has been, he, he spent 22 years there. I encourage all of you to listen next week because it's going to be actually quite cool. We're going to actually record the episode because I have a portable uh, studio for our microphones. We're going to record the episode in the lobby of the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. I could barely hold my excitement. Doesn't sound. I can barely hold my Well, I'm trying to jump. I'm trying not to act like I'm five years old and jumping up and down. It's okay. You could do that. I love the hotel. It has beautiful history. You can be five. It's okay. Okay. It's okay for you to be a five year old. 
It's a really cool hotel. You guys she will really, love it. She's super excited about it. She's just, she, she, she doesn't want anybody to judge her. And I'm like, no one cares. It's cool. If you love it, you love it. So go on. Right? I guess because I had an experience there. I'll tell more at the podcast that we ended up taking the tour. I about turned two sheets of white. And <laughs> it was, it was just. I still think there's a dude that goes in there every day and smokes a, smokes a pipe just for, just so people will smell it. All right. You guys have to listen to figure out exactly what we're talking <laughs> about. All right. So. I I agree, I agree uh, that next week is going to be really, really cool, and I encourage you to listen. My name is Paul G. Newton. These are things that I want to know and what Andrea wants to know because Andrea is my fiance. I know. It's not nepotism. It's, hey, man, I got to keep her interested in stuff or she's, you know, I don't know. I'm going to make sure that I keep my bread buttered on the right side. That's all I can say. And if you want to ask us a question, if you want us to do something, or if you want to be on the show, uh, just email me at paulg at paulgnewton.com. That's paulg at paulgnewton.com. And if you can't be good, be good at it. Is that how the phrase goes? Something like that. All right. I'll talk to you guys later, and we look forward to listening to ourselves again are we listening to ourselves again nah. I can never end these things can I I don't want to hear my own voice so I want to hear your voice yeah but I, I want to hear your voice in all its octaves well thank you in all its octaves <laughs> what wait no we're on air I can't uh, say that uh, uh. alright I'll talk to you guys later bye bye